What's up, you nerds? Welcome back to Yellow Spandex. Uh, real quick before I start, though, I want to say welcome to all you new listeners. And uh, for those of you who listening that are brand new, uh, please leave a comment, follow along. We got a lot of podcasts now. This is like our almost over 50 or maybe this week we talk about harry potter as we eat pizza stuff our faces and drink soda uh ghostbuster sequel there's a little bit of news in there uh the black widow trailer we watched that mandalorian of course and the fact that john bodega accidentally left his uh rise of skywalker script under his bed yeah new star wars script sold on ebay <laughs> and the new et short film ultraman coming to marvel what a bunch of different nerd stuff and answering some comments right at the end there on this episode of yellow spandex that actually reminds me um, uh, when the second Harry Potter movie came out. Uh, I think Josh probably doesn't remember this specific thing. Cause I don't know if we knew each other yet, but you remember my college girlfriend and she was super conservative mm-hmm. and um, that wasn't a problem at the time, at least. And uh, I was like, I was like uh, our whole like floor our group of friends was going to see the second Harry Potter movie mm-hmm. and her family was so conservative. They're like, she was like, I heard I can't see that because it has to deal with like, satanic stuff or whatever mm-hmm. i was like i mean that's a bit of a stretch but sure yeah, i guess which, stretch, I, I guess witchcraft you know technically i remember but, that they had websites but, remember like I don't know, they probably still do that was like you know does this christ movie a christian movie or whatever and it's like <laughs> it has it's really fun and great for kids mm-hmm. but it has satanic messages so no veggie like, tales exactly like <laughs> like talking vegetables is that not witchcraft either veggie mm-hmm. tales is that what no. it was like but the same people would be like oh star wars is a great movie like my dad i'd be like or uh or even Lord of the Rings sometimes. They'd be like, oh, oh yeah. well, it was written by, you know, Tolkien, which was a Christian, so it was good. Or, or uh, uh, C.S. Lewis, you know, like, oh, yeah. magic in that movie. Like, that's fine, you know, but it's just funny. No, sorry, busting yeah. into your... <laughs> um, so we went to go see it, and, and she was like, okay, well, I, I she's like, she was like, I'm trying to be more open-minded in college and stuff, so it that, like, I just don't want anything to be scary. And I was like, oh, I saw the first Harry Potter movie. It's a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it is magic, it's fun, blah, blah, blah. And then we go see it, and then it was like, it definitely, I don't know if it was the most violent of the Harry Potter movies. It was definitely much more violent than the first one. And then, like, I think it ended with, like, the bird, like, pecking out the giant serpent's eyes and stuff. Yeah. And the whole time she's just crying and, like, (laughs) and then, and it wasn't, like, a romantic, like, ooh, I'm scared. It was just like, why did you take me to this? (laughs) It's so weird, though, because that movie is not scary either. I mean... Going from like me reassuring, no, it's a kids' movie, uh, to like you know, people die. Like somebody actually died in this one. You know, like yeah. I. Is it, the funny thing is, I remember it because I only saw the first two Harry Potter movies and then the very last, like the second of the last ones mm-hmm. and stuff. So I only have like those three kind of in memory, and uh, I, I just remember that one like just feeling so bad. I'm like, I just got done like reassuring. It took like you know a long time, like because <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, no, it's fine. Like I, I, I I've seen Harry Potter. Like I saw the first one. If this is anything like the first one, then it's like no violence. Like the most physical thing that happens is they play Quidditch and it's awesome. Yeah. And then I think, I don't even know if they play Quidditch in the second movie, but if they did, she didn't know because she was crying. And like, I, I was like, a big uh, snake. Well, yeah, because it was like, I was describing this fun, like romp, you know? And then she got like one of the most violent, like conjuring dead people, like all, like all, <laughs> all this stuff. I was like, okay. Also, that was the last movie she allowed me to take her to. What was Tom Riddle was like the third one then? No, I think that was the second That's, one. That was the I think the one. second one. Naomi, the one with the serpent. Which one's that one? Yeah, Chamber, Chamber of Secrets. Secrets. That's right. Because it's also when the back of his head had Voldemort mm-hmm. in it, right? Yeah. And it, it, everything was like a horror moment. Yeah. Like the reveal the guy, the guy takes his headpiece off and then there's a face. And he's like, oh my God. I was like, yes. 
Sorry, I don't know. I can't. I can't even like make any excuses anymore. <laughs> like, didn't pre-screen this. I, I loved all those movies. I thought they were all fun. I, you know, they were fun. I feel like it could have been a little bit more serious. And the second, but the second and last one was the most boring movie of all of them. It had nothing like really happened in it besides them like running in the forest. <laughs> yeah, you know, they were trying to be artistic or whatever. They had to cut the they cut that last book up into two. So like, yeah, I guess they were like, oh, I guess the first half is pretty boring. We'll just have to make this movie boring. For the part first one half. and yeah. part two. Yeah, it's, it's just like all this dragged out thing. Mm-hmm. Part one. Yeah, I don't know. It was interesting that they ended up doing it, deciding to do that. Well, it's it's all those like long franchise movies, right? Hunger Games did the same mm-hmm. thing. Well, it's, it also is like two movies releasing instead of one, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of double dipping on the one book. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. totally. It, it, that because that was right around the time. Well, not right around time, like a few years after, like when the Matrix did two sequels in the same year. Mm-hmm. You know, they shot it back to back. I think Lord of the Rings were shooting like consecutive sequels at once or something. Yeah, they shot everything at once. Yeah. Um, which makes sense, you know, like you're gonna have everybody there anyway, like why take a year break between things, you know? I, d- I don't know why this reminded me of it, but, uh, so I know we've been raving about Toys and Tomatoes, yeah. which you just definitely watch with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think they'll recognize some of the stuff because of you, but yeah. then also it's, it's definitely like edited in a way that's just like fun to watch anyway, mm-hmm. even if you don't know the properties. Like I think I talked about the first season where like, I didn't know virtually anything about Hello Kitty besides mainstream stuff. Yeah. It was still very interesting to watch. So they just expanded the series into uh, uh, a sissy series. Yeah, the movies that made us. Mm-hmm. It's we just finished it. It's phenomenal. Is it good? Like really good. So the f- best part is we started. So toys that made us. You kind of should do it in order because they kind of piggyback off each other. Movies that made us. There's a little bit of people in between, but we watched it out of order, and I don't think there was any like strange continuity there. Um, but we started with Ghostbusters, and I think on this podcast, I, I can't remember when it was. I'd mentioned like I wonder. If when Dan Aykroyd wrote Ghostbusters, he wrote it as a serious thing. And then it was like one of those Tommy Wiseau moments where like it turned into it like it was a comedy. He just didn't know it, you know, <laughs> totally like minor spoiler about the so weird. Ghostbusters toys made us. It opens up with Dan Aykroyd. He's like, yeah, my family business goes back to spirit reading or spirits. Yeah, he was he was talking about the three women that started like fortune telling or whatever. Mm-hmm. And or 18, 18 or and and. And it's funny because the sisters he talks about, I'm pretty sure the ones that on their deathbed, like, revealed that they had been, like, scamming everyone their entire lives. Yeah. But anyway, he still referenced them, and he's like, my family goes back to these days where we're spirit conjuring, blah, blah, blah. And he wrote this story about, like, outer space, like, ghost hunters. Yeah. I think he's called a Ghost Breakers was the original title. And uh, whoever ended up getting the movie, I can't remember, some big wig, was like... So you don't know this is a comedy. So he like rewrote it. <laughs> and, and he was like, this is a, a going into business story. And uh, it cuts back to Dan. He's like, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, where am I going to the money to make a movie like this? Hmm. And they changed it to New York and everything. But they ended up filming it, filming it in Burbank. Like it, it was, it was so, it was interesting. But like the whole time Dan's like, yeah, yeah. You don't, you guys don't know about this. And it comes back to like, he's hilarious. And he's like, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> He, can, he was he on can, Rogan the one time. Yeah, and, he can tell stories for days. Yeah, well, it was the stories just started. For one, it started off with his stupid vodka. Yeah. It wouldn't stop. And then it went like halfway through, which is like a three-hour episode. And like he starts talking about, you know, oh, well, my family, this or that. And I'm like, like what you were, what we were yeah. talking about, that is he serious? Were all these movies he's in serious? Like, did you ever see Sneakers? Uh, way, way, way. I don't this is a great movie, about. by the way. Sneakers is an awesome movie. It's like one of those like, you know, um, heist movies mm. oh. and uh 
Robert uh, Redford's in it. A bunch, nice. bunch of people are in it, but Aykroyd's in it, and he's the crazy conspiracy theory guy. <laughs> Everything that he believes in that movie, he believes in real life, it, it which is, is hilarious. <laughs> and so I was like, man, all these characters that he, you know, were playing, which are crazy characters, was somewhat more like real to him. There's this hilarious uh, cutaway they did with the like the designer of the creatures in Ghostbusters, and I, so I didn't know this. I guess um, it was originally supposed to be a buddy film with Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. Because they were like hot off the heels of Blues Brothers and, every, and SNL and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then Eddie Murphy was going to be a third Ghostbuster because he was like the big name that was going to sell it. That's funny. <clears throat> and uh, I, whatever, I guess it, they they got somebody else. I think it was Bill Murray or something like that. So they they wouldn't be able to afford Eddie Murphy and and Bill is weird. Bill Murray took um, Eddie Murphy's role, and then they ended up writing in. Uh, I can't remember the fourth guy's name. Winston, um, yeah, Winston. Or the, the uh, gosh, I can't remember his name. They, his real name. They, they wrote in his role because the at the like towards the end, the studio said something like, "We need a character that is the audience, you mm. know, like seeing everything." So it was funny how like all kind of turned out that way. But so since obviously like in the in the production of it process of it, John Belushi passed away with OD. Yep. And uh, so they, you know all, the casting was one thing, but it's like so they're talking to the designer of the creatures and they were like, "Okay, so." We need the night before they went to go do the shot with Slimer. They were like, Slimer needs to look like John Belushi. And the designer's like, what? I've been working how many weeks and months on this? And you can't tell me the night before. And because they were like, we want him to be there in spirit. And they want Slimer to look like John Belushi. And he's like, how do we make it look like anybody? He's a smile on Slime. Yeah. You know, and uh, he said he thought about it for a while. And then he showed up to set the next day and was like, and didn't change anything. It was like. And everybody's like, that looks exactly like John. He's like, yeah. That was nothing, nothing like John Belushi. He was as long as they were like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And no one, he didn't, he just didn't, he didn't do anything it's with like, it. So. I didn't change anything. Mm-hmm. And then I told him I changed it. That's, <laughs> that sounds like mixing though. Like, Cause I do yeah. record, like I record music and I mix it. Somebody will be like, oh, it doesn't sound right. Um, can you do this or this or this? And like one of like, well, these famous, famous mixers that I know, I'm not going to say his name. He told me like. Yeah, every once in a while when they just are being a pain in the butt, I resend the same mix that I sent last time, and they're like, that's great. You did it. Sounds perfect. I can't say that. I've not done that. <laughs> but also, like, I remember first semester of uh, school. I, I don't think you were at college yet because uh, Josh had transferred in. But we were at Sound Reinforcement. I think the first or second thing they taught us was, like, when the guitarist is complaining about the mix, and he's like, see, I, it was Dan Wolf. I remember he mm. showed me how to do this. Like he put his fingers around the knob mm-hmm. and turned it so it looked like the knob was turning, but he was just pushing his fingers against the area around yeah. the knob on the board. And he's like, like thumbs up, like shaking his head at the guitar. He's like, oh, yeah, oh, much better. He's like, cool. <laughs> yep. You know, like, <laughs> oh, sound stuff. <laughs> My go-to usually is like if I'm like looking at meters and I know I'm like fair, I, I obviously can't be 100% objective, but mm-hmm. if I'm like as objective as it can be is right, I, I'm, I'm like, okay, test. A or B, and I'll just mix up yeah. which one's the one they wanted, which one's the way like it kind of should be and stuff. And if they can't tell me the difference, they don't win. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> which sucks because people are generally annoying. But yeah, if you can get them into that, okay, do you want this louder or quieter? Tell me now, because like yeah. sometimes I'll just get to be I don't know. I need something to be more green or more red. Like no, f that. Like does this sound good now, or yeah. does you need to change? And like yeah. just people being stupid. Well, I, I mean more of like a like if somebody wants like a bass guitar higher like yeah. volume or whatever yeah and i'm like okay i'll turn it up now you tell me which one it's up in yeah you know like, exactly <laughs> like how about you tell me the difference uh sometimes i'd feel like if some, I'd, they'd be 
kind of upset about that if you were like, oh, yeah, hey, I'm, now you tell me what you think. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a good psychiatrist, but that's just like the only way I'm like, okay, this is the way to win this because if you can't tell the difference... <laughs> Then, you can't tell the difference. I win. Then, then it doesn't matter. Like I don't know. Like I'm just gonna pick one. You know. Good like, thing you're not a mixer because you'd probably yeah. lose jobs that way. Oh yeah, totally. Like it, <laughs> it, it, it's weird because like when I like would hire somebody mixing or whatever, mm-hmm. like there's general things. You know, like yeah. I feel like this is a guitar prominent song or something like that. Yeah. But like it's like when I hire anybody as like a plumber or anything. Like I don't want to tell you how to. I would just do it myself. <laughs> exactly. You know, if I like, knew how to do it. I'd do it myself. So like I send stuff. To, like we use um, this mastering engineer from my. St- Two solo albums. Mm-hmm. I think though, I don't even know if I actually had notes for it. I was like, "Sounds good," and then I send it off to like the pressing place, especially the vinyl. Like, you guys say it's good. They're like, "Everything looks spec." Cool. Sounds great. Yeah. You know, like, it's the reason I'm paying you like two grand a song exactly. to like master this thing. Like, not Gosh. for me to tell you what to do. You know. It should come back perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For first for time. That much money. Oh, uh, the Ghostbusters movie might be called Ghostbusters Afterlife. Nice. And it's supposed to be the third movie? Yes. Yeah, and there's I'm only like, two wait a minute, there wasn't the third one? Yeah, there's yeah, only there two. wasn't the third one. And yes. they got everybody back. That's well, still alive. They could. Yes. Uh, I don't think they get Moranis. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, because wasn't that a rumor he may or may not come back? Whatever. Yeah. And he's been saying over the years, um, <clears throat> it's really funny because somebody caught him on like a podcast probably two or three years ago because mm-hmm. he had done like a like a funny Jewish Christmas songs or Jewish like seasonal songs or Hanukkah mm-hmm. songs, every Christmas songs, like either like funny Jewish Hanukkah songs and on, on a CD and was going around like, per, like doing a press for it for some weird reason. Interesting. <laughs> and some guy just got him on like, Hey, how about I ask you about this thing? You, know, yeah. you choosing not, you know, not being an actor anymore. And he's like, well, all right, sure. We'll go into it. And so it was really great to like hear all the stuff from him. Why not? He, and he had said, I think, Maybe not in that interview, but in an interview shortly following, that he'd be interested in doing more acting now that his kids are older. Because the whole so thing was like his, you know, his wife passed away. His right? wife passed that, away okay. like in the middle of like a bunch of movies that he was contractually obligated yeah. to do. And so he just wanted to be with his kids. Yeah, like he's like, man, you know, I've already had spent so much time away from them. And honey, you know, I shrunk the kids. That was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so he'd just stopped doing stuff. <laughs> that's that's something really kind of tough for me because I, I don't have kids that i know of yet mm-hmm. and like um i like i've i i want to be present because that was one of the things like my parents are immigrants or were immigrants and they had to like work all the time i know that's not exclusive to immigrants but like it was nope. it was very it was like definitely applicable to us because like they didn't speak the language and were working 24 hours a day so i just wasn't around um so i i don't know like i see it's hard enough for me to be away from my niece so i'm like if I had my own kids. Like I want to be around as much as possible. So I want, I don't want to be completely autonomous, but I want my life to be in such a place where I'm not forced to like spend like extended periods, like away, you know, ideally I know, you know, life happens. Who knows what's going to happen that way, but whatever piece I can, you know, like influence, that's what I want to, Hmm. to kind yeah. of do so that's it's respectable you know he made a bunch of movies that he's making residuals off of and live comfortably then like exactly. more power you know that's the dream he's got the money he you know if i had the money too because I, I think it was i was i can't remember what article i was reading they were basically like people there's a certain amount of money that people get to mm-hmm. generally the people are like okay i'm fine now yeah and so like <clears> i don't really care about getting a new getting a raise or getting a new house or getting this or that i'm comfortable so like I feel fine. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles, you'll never hit that. But, um. <laughs> well, if if you hit one of these like perfect like <laughs> passive income things, because part of the movies that made us, we were watching um, Dirty Dancing was actually the first episode, 
I didn't know this. It's based on, it's not the woman's life story, but it's based on a real woman mm -hmm. who's called Baby. And I guess she got, I forget how many points off the, the royalties off the movie. On the back end there. But she said she makes a minimum of a million dollars a year just from royalties. That's and, crazy. And has for the last 10 years. 35 years. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, so like. Uh, I think she said on, on camera, she was like, I don't give a flying about the money. And then it cuts to like one of the producers like, I bet it doesn't hurt to bank over a million dollars a year without doing anything else, though. You know, and <laughs> I was like, it's true. She can be as artsy as fartsy as she wants, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I mean, it's like Clint Eastwood or anybody else that does it now for the art, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's a dream. Yeah. And also she, she she wrote a book. I mean, so she did do work, whatever amount of work it took to write the memoir kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um. I forget what it was called. It wasn't Dirty Dancing, but it was about like kids sneaking off to yeah. like dance in underground clubs and stuff. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It, it, it's like, ooh, that's the dream. You know, have that or, you know, write All I Want for Christmas is You. Yeah. Seriously, you, know? <laughs> you get a hit. Well, you know, either after the, you know, whole 2000s or whatever, <laughs> like you probably would not get anywhere near as much money mm -hmm. as you what you would have gotten in the 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah. But even like... The 90s. <laughs> Because just for everybody else that knows, like when the whole Napster thing went down, people stopped buying CDs, like eventually, or they stopped buying music in general. And Japan now we're didn't. just now starting to like, well, Japan's not, <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to fund it with whatever you're selling in Japan generally. But I think that's the uh, thing though, is like it's being licensed so much stuff. I think the last three or four years in a row, mm -hmm. Mariah Carey has had a different Christmas special based around that song. Yeah. So there's some sort of like buy nowadays, like now that we got streaming and there's so many <clears throat> new TV shows and movies and things that with Netflix and everything else coming out, there's so much stuff coming out. We can't keep up with it. There's mm -hmm. so much stuff coming out that now. Yeah. Sinking probably does make a lot more money. Hashtag Disney plus. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> gosh, dang. <clears throat> that's I'm feeling the gluten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. we got pizza guys. So this is cool. Like, uh, is there still a time frame for Ghostbusters? Mm -hmm. Oh, it says Ghostbusters. It was called Ghostbusters 2020. Is there oh, something wait. strange? Is it coming out in 2029 anymore? In wait, the, wait, the trailer reportedly clocks in two minutes, and we'll oh premiere with Jumanji. Yeah. Okay. So oh, so they're they're filming. Yeah, they've already started filming a while ago. In fact, oh, wow. I'm pretty positive they're done filming. Okay. Mm. Um, but. Uh, Who are you gonna was call? it you that, sh that posted the other day saying like there's a certain dude that knew all like was hardly ever wrong about when trailers are gonna drop? I didn't post that, but I've heard about somebody. I saw a picture in this of this dude saying mm -hmm. like the Black Widow is gonna drop on this day, and it did. Yeah, like, it was it, it was, was one of those rare circumstances where I think it posted at like one in the morning here in California. Yeah, and I I was up and I was like I never see the notif like I never see real time notifications for mm -hmm. trailers. And I happened to be subscribed to Marvel and was like, Black Widow trailer, what? Yeah. I'm like, no, it's with another animated show. Oh my God, this is the movie. Yeah. So like I watched it in the front first 20 minutes it was out. This never happened to me before. It looks kind of tropey, but I'm still so stupidly excited. It's funny because <laughs> it looked like it's a, a billion like movies mashed into one. Like it mm -hmm. looks like the Bourne Identity and oh, Mission yeah. Impossible. And like somebody even made a meme of like putting all these movies together. And I was like, well, that makes sense. But that doesn't make me less like it anymore. In fact, I think I probably do like it now. It's like a Bond movie slash, you know. I will say like, <coughs> I think this is. Carl Johansson. This is one of the examples of like what people say like, well, it benefits from being part of a greater universe. Mm -hmm. Because I think if it wasn't part of the MCU and I just saw that trailer and it didn't know it was Black Widow. I would probably make fun of some of the tropes that happen in the trailer. You know, yeah. they're like, so good to see you. 
sis. You know, and then yeah. it's like, sometimes family's not what you think. I forget what the monologue was, but it was something like, mm-hmm. okay, they didn't think too hard about that. Mm-hmm. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure, sure. It's fine. Yeah. It's, what's really funny is like the beginning monologue of her going like, you know, this is my family now. It really yeah. reminds me of that video game that just came out. When Black uh, Widow's narrating the video uh, game, saying, like, oh, I found my family. Like, yeah. oh, is this is weird. Is this part of the video game? Like, Interesting. Just, <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I do like how David Harper's character, they, A, they gave him the old spandex figuratively. Yes, I was totally going to say that. But, so, but, yeah, but who B, is all that? But B, they, um, they uh, Red Commando? Red Guardian. Red Guardian. Okay. Yeah. But they, they, they gave him the figurative red, uh, yellow spandex, literally red spandex, but they did it by just like kind of joking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, it still fits. And then like, they're you like, can't do you, you got fat. You exactly. Got <laughs> it's so great, though. Like, uh, Red Guardian's basically like Captain America mm-hmm. from, from Russia. He oh, fought, okay. Cap fought with him uh, in World War II. Oh. <clears throat> There's been a few different ones of them, obviously, because I don't I don't think he they last as many years as, like, say, Cap would, because I think Cap has, since the super soldier for theorem, uh, serum, serum actually slows down the aging process a bit. Okay, so their their version didn't doesn't do that. Yeah. Who were the other ones? Oh gosh, I can't remember. Because uh, they all had like. Well, it was like it, it, I assume it was like suits. a sister and like a mom or something. Like it yeah. was the family. Were they all? Well, powered? there's Taskmaster. He's the bad guy, which was really weird because this clip that was that he's in that you see him. Um, it's weird. His outfit doesn't look like the clip that the pictures that I've seen from like Comic Con and the other things that they show. The picture looked like um, more like his actual outfit. Uh, let me see if I can. They just CG the whole thing again, like they did with Captain Marvel. Well, I don't know. Like maybe like <laughs> his. Well, people were saying maybe his outfit uh, corresponds to whoever he's fighting because his whole thing is like he uh, can learn your moves mm. or what you'd use and use it against you. Mm. So he's basically like the best mimic kind of like on earth. So like whether you're good at like one kind of fighting, drunken boxing, doesn't really matter. <laughs> you know, like, he can match you. He ba- yeah, he just basically matches you. And the whole thing was like he had the arrows at the one point in time. So like, okay, maybe he's fighting against uh, then, he, then he becomes Hawkeye a task matcher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can pull up a picture of him from... Uh, and he actually made a... Convincing to me, Russian accent, you know. Here, so there you go. That that's a picture there of like what he's supposed to look like. Um, So is Taskmaster and Red Guardian the same person? No. Well, are they becoming that? This I don't know. It's because the person that's supposed to be playing Taskmaster, they haven't said who it is. Oh, I thought that was David Harbour. Gotcha. And what I'm kind of worried about is it'll be like one of the sisters and the mother. And I'm like, no, please, <laughs> please don't do that. One of the sisters and a mother. Don't be like Iron Man 3. <laughs> like, oh, we're going to subvert expectation. Like, no, just go straight forward. It's fine. I don't yeah. know enough about him to know like what the vibe <clears throat> is. Yeah. And so. <clears throat> Let's yeah. see uh, Red and Ranger. Red Ranger what? Red Guardian. Oh. He pretty much, he looks like him as if he has a beard. Because um, he didn't have a beard before. Yeah. Or if he did, it's not very large. It fits underneath the mask. Oh, I see. He's like a goatee kind of. Yeah, or, or in the comics, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't have one. So. Oh, that's funny. He looks like a, like the Flash or Daredevil yeah, a little, or something. a little bit in that one. Later, he 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 actually has a shield. So like, he pretty much is like the Russian version of Captain America. Nice. <laughs> he's like straight up, hundred percent. So, yeah, because there's like a Canadian version of him too. <laughs> so. Captain Canadian. Captain Canuck. <laughs> but. I like David Harbour playing him. It's kind of funny that he's like, oh, then, I got older, I got fed or something. And yeah. then there's a Captain Britain too. Remember? Yeah. 
the they Canadian look squad, too. Or yeah, the, they have the <laughs> or no, the British Canadian, yeah, yeah, Captain Britain, you're right, yeah, Captain Canuck, <laughs> <laughs> Captain Maple Leaf. Uh, so yeah, he looks. Yeah, there's a, there's the old Canuck. Yeah. He looks like the other dude that was on Alpha Squad or Alpha Flight. Uh, was he it looks like the uh, tick. In, in Infiltra- not Infiltrator. What's the guy's name? Um, I can't remember his name. The main guy. Uh, uh, Trifold. Incubator. I can't remember his yeah. name. <laughs> but he looks a little bit like that guy. Crumb cake. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited for this movie. Uh, yeah, Black Widow. It feels a bit oh. different from the other Marvel movies. In fact... I think one of the movies they smashed together with was like Winter Soldier because it has more of that kind yeah. of grounded feel. I kind of wonder if it's going to do as well. I don't you know? know. It's a Marvel yeah. movie and we only have two this year. Yeah. yeah, we only have two. But I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I hope that this, you know, we they put out basically a spy film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it just kills and they prove like we can do any genre. Yeah. And it's fine. It's but like, like, we're just Marvel. Everybody comes anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just wonder because it seems like a but smaller I'm... scale of a movie. Um relatively like yeah. just because like because it's huge in like that jason Bourne mm-hmm. feeling you know but like um i think like so the thing about endgame infinity war is like people who didn't watch the rest of the mcu still went to see those movies you yeah. know because they were like oh this big event and you go to see it it's in outer space it's, it's huge uh i don't know how many like outsiders would necessarily go you know what i mean because he black widow i guess it depends I feel on like how, since she's one of the og avengers it's yeah. gonna do really well i yeah. feel like it'll probably pull in like what maybe captain marvel pulled in I mean, that'd be great. It's just that I guess there wasn't like a sci-fi aspect that was overt in any yeah. of the previews yet. So I don't know like how that plays. There or, also isn't a huge buildup either. Or it might that. be, yeah. yeah, or it might be way better because people are like, oh, like this is not a, like a superhero movie. Maybe there is a buildup you know? though that and we they don't just, know And about. they just see it as a spy movie or yeah, something and that no... helps. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my kids. And that helps, you know, for it to be like a, like a spy film, like another, like a, I hate saying this term, like a female Jason Bourne, you know, like when she yeah, drops down Mission impossible to be like, cause when she oh, comes, yeah. when she's jumping out of that plane, it looks really different. She looks like freaking uh, Cobra Kai. What is his name? The white ninja storm shadow. <laughs> Cobra Kai. Oh, <laughs> no. I was like karate kid. G.I. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Co- Cobra commander. I mean, Cobra not Cobra Kai. Kai. <laughs> <laughs> I love like, it's Mr. crazy. Cause I think in one of the movies, she's like, like she, maybe she's talking to Iron Man or whatever. She's like, not we, we can't all fly or something. Oh, yeah, like yeah. The rest, but like she jumps out of this thing and she's just like head down, like flying practically. And like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Pretty cool. I, I like, uh, you know, one of our favorite things to watch is uh, honest, not on um, uh pitch meetings. Oh, yeah. Screen rant. Mm-hmm. I think I think it was for one of the Iron Man movies, maybe the second one that he was like, oh, cool. You can make a bunch of Iron Man suits. So everybody gets one, right? Or like, no, no, just hit. Just him. He's like, why? Why don't the rest of us get these? Like, we're just out there. Like, sure, he's the god of thunder, but like, I shoot arrows and she can do backflips. You know, like we should <laughs> yeah. have these suits. Like, <laughs> I don't, yeah. <laughs> like, how, like Iron Man's like, this isn't a Gundam but, but movie. Pe- but Pepper Potts gets one. You know, like, uh, yeah. like, what, like what's going on here? Jeez. Well, <laughs> it's like, and then he just blows them all up at the end. We're like, well, f you too. Yeah. Like, like the Saturday Night Live thing where like. I think it's from like the first movie, Hawkeye. They had like everybody in it, and Hawkeye's like, "All right, I'm done." Like, what do you mean you're done? He's like, "Well, I had like 20 arrows, so I killed 20 <laughs> yeah. aliens. So you're welcome. I'm done." Peace. And I'm like, why don't you go get the arrows after you shoot them? Like, that takes too much time. Like, <laughs> uh, I do like that uh, Hawkeye. Like in Age of Ultron, I think is like self aware. Mm-hmm. He's like, because was it was it uh, Scarlet Witch? She was with. Yeah. She was like, "This is crazy." He's like. 
He's like, there, the thing's flying. There's aliens. I got arrows out here. Nothing makes sense. Like <laughs> nothing makes sense. <laughs> what, should, what is this screen rant as well, or is this other? No, that was in the movie. No, it was in the like, movie. Oh, I said oh, that. Like, he had like pulled her into a room because he had to like save her at one point in time. Yeah. He's like, you know, you stay here, you stay safe. You come out there, you're an Avenger. It's like, but he's like, right, yeah, we're flying. There's robots everywhere. I, like, oh, I shoot I arrows. I he's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's like, I've got that. arrows. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> like, so he actually I, says I that, that in the scene, movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Um, That's uh, so funny. I like the self awareness. <laughs> it's a little bit of Joss Whedon, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Because it's like, at that point, it's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You can't not, not acknowledge it. Like, the. A floating city in the sky. They're fighting like a homicidal like robot that's infiltrated all the internet. Like it, it's what you know. <laughs> um, yeah, it was funny. It's a pretty dope movie though. Yeah, I, I like Age of Ultron. I feel like people give it a, a bad rep. I mean, I do wish Ultron was a bigger threat. Yeah, he yeah. was more evil. He felt more ominous. Yeah, he feels more com- comedic. Yeah, and. I think if they really wanted to make it like a class, it, you know, I feel like Winter Soldier is kind of like, even if you don't watch MCU movies, feel like that is top notch filmmaking. That's you know? my favorite, even like, like an Endgame and yeah. whatnot, even though Endgame's like, you know, amazing, mm-hmm. just, you know, Avengers porn. Yeah. Um, it's the the best movie, in, in my opinion, is still Winter Soldier. So, like, I think to have reached that level, they, they would, they needed to have like writers really like focus on like the implications of an AI infiltrating all of the web. Mm hmm. And stuff because like there were too many MacGuffins. Yeah. We're like, shouldn't he be able to control that? Like he would have been able you know, like yeah. mm-hmm. because I think it was in how it should have ended. They did like, oh, what did you do? It's like I took down every plane and like vehicle in the world because I can do that. You know, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. It's like okay, he didn't do that. He just kinda like went down, you know, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but have you have you been uh, keeping up with the Mandalorian? Yes. You see the last episode? I did. So I didn't notice this till afterwards because I saw an article about it and I want went back to watch myself to make sure it was there. But like a boom mic drops into the shot. I did not notice. It's when was that? 16 minutes and 30 odd seconds. <laughs> you can see it? It. So I think the reason most people didn't notice it is because it was during a really deep conversation between that widow and oh. the Mandalorian. And in between them, a boom mic drops into frame, but in a dark spot. Mm. So <laughs> Crap. And it's like, huh, they're going to paint that out like Game's Throne it, you know, because it's, be- it. it's the beauty of streaming, right? Yeah. Is this it? It's Hans. <laughs> it is. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna watch it real quick. Where's it at? And okay, we got little. Where's this dumb boom mic? Oh, so it's in a dark scene. It's in a dark scene, but it's in between the two, and the Mandalorian's on the left, and she's on the right, and it's a little bit closer to her. Mm-hmm. Um, not there. I will put Here, the link uh, to this in the show notes if you want to. See it for yourself. I'm at a weird angle. Oh, oh, I, even, I didn't even it. see it. Where's it at? I don't see this mic. Did I see I'm it at, pass at, her head? I'm at a weird angle. I can't see anything. Yeah, I still can't see it. Oh well. It might be easier to look look for a still. <laughs> yeah. That's um, for one. It's, I wonder if that was just embarrassing for. Okay, here's a still shot. What the, no, I wanted the picture, you big <laughs> morons. Well, I'm the moron for not clicking on the picture, I suppose. All right, there it is. Uh, where do you guys that's see not, it? That's not the shot I saw, but... I don't see it, but no, well. That's pretty if funny. If I find a picture, I'll put it up in the show notes. But apparently, uh, people are talking about it, so apparently it definitely happened. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, that stuff happens every once in a while. I mean, if you took a look, take a look at the Friends stuff. Oh, yeah, with the stand-ins. Yeah, the stand-ins, because like, I don't know if they just didn't have enough time or money or didn't care or didn't notice when they redid them, they didn't crop them correctly. For the DVDs, yeah. yeah. So it's just you see all these people that aren't just Ross standing aren't off, Rachel. off camera. I'm just supposed to be the person. I'm what you're supposed to look at. Yeah. My line. <laughs> like, that's not Rachel. Not even wearing the same shirt. It's got to be embarrassing, you know, because for one, it's like Disney Plus has this reputation. John Favre has this reputation. Like for that to. It is, it is super dark. Yeah. Like for that you to can, drop into frame. That, oh, I can't even tell even from the picture with the, the arrow. Let me see too. Yeah. I mean, like people you, are, you have to like be in that angle. Well, I think if you have like. Um, yeah. If, if you're watching on a, like a 4K television. Yeah. And um, you have like the true blacks and stuff, you'll be able to okay, see it. Okay. So it's like OLED. Like. Yeah, because like I'm looking at you on my iPhone that doesn't have like the best like black you know uh, colored contrast or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. and stuff. So like you you can kind of see it and you're like looking really close and focusing on it. But I've noticed like uh, you know how sometimes you edit a photo or something in Photoshop and you like put a black background on it and then you look at it on a computer and you're like oh those are two sh- different shades of black you know <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I have a feeling it's probably something like that where like the different monitors or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I remember when um, when HD and Blu-ray came out. And our friends got like this giant HD TV, and it was about the time that Lord of the Rings also came out, like mm-hmm. on DVDs. But they had used the DVDs on their giant HD TV, yeah. And you know, it's going from what seven twenty to eight and whatever. DVDs aren't even seven twenty. They're not. No, like that, like because I um I have a bunch of old DVDs, mm-hmm. and like I don't have anything to play them on anymore. So I have an old PC laptop that I uh, ripped the videos off of to put into my iTunes. Mm-hmm. And like it's like three hundred something. No, like it is because so four eighty is regular TV. Maybe it's four eighty then. Yeah, because it's so low. And seven twenty is maybe it's anyway, four twenty, like, man. They <laughs> okay. Oh wait, <laughs> thanks, Vince. <laughs> but they we we would watch these videos and they are like, oh, I got on a new brand new TV and it looked like a freaking soap opera. <laughs> like it looked and everything was odd and like jumping out from each other. Oh, like it's the just like refresh rated. Yeah, like it just this. didn't match up well. It's like you know. You no, know, this technology needs to come a little bit further. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It but. it it does say standard is usually seven twenty by four eighty, mm-hmm. but it kind of it guys yeah because it varies between compression. Yeah, yeah. Or something like I wonder yeah what they think though if, if they're mad about that or if they're just like shit. This happens. is the one. So I had a DVD well, a coffee cup at the of Game of Thrones. The Game of Thrones thing. I feel like that's way worse. I feel like the Starbucks fans are the cup. ones that were really pissed about that. I, I don't think really anybody really really genuinely cares. So this is the resolution <laughs> I saw when I I forget what DVD was I ripped. Something fairly old. So it must have been like one of the, oh, you know what it was? It was the Mario Brothers movie. Because I got it on DVD because you can't get it on streaming or anything, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I went to go rip the DVD um to put in my like movie library. Mm-hmm. And it was 352 by 240. Dang. Which I know I, I remember having that DVD when I was in college. I think this is the highest resolution it's ever going to get, you know? They have a Blu-ray, because I watched, wasn't it, uh, it's Cinemaskers? Like J- it's Japan or yeah, something Yeah, it's like, like a that? Japanese Blu-ray, though. You'll have to have, like, a, a Japanese Blu-ray player to play it. Doesn't it play, like, four minutes faster because of the frame rate or something? I don't know. Maybe. Because of the PAL thing or whatever. Mm. I don't know. But I watched it on the what, Angry Video Game Nerd. Or yeah, the yeah. Cinemasker rental reviews or whatever there. I, I like their variation of shows now, because before it was, like, I would just skip to every... Angry Video Game Nerd episode, mm-hmm. and now like they got those the store sets, yeah, and stuff, and the reviews. It's a good group of guys. It, they're smart now. I mean, like they've been what doing this for like 15, 16 years at oh, least, probably. And so, um, yeah, they they definitely grown into that position a little bit more. Absolutely, fun it's, stuff. It's weird seeing them uh, do sponsored ads. <laughs> yeah, that's really you know? weird at the beginning. I I get it, but like it because you're just used to like what fifteen years of like 
just them being them. And then all yeah. of a sudden, like, today, get NordVPN. Well, you know, they like, used to probably make a crap ton of money off of ads. And then now probably their ads probably because they curse and everything else so much. Yeah, yeah. They're not very friendly for regular ads. Yeah, so <laughs> these, are, these are a shit ton of, like, everything else. So, like, yeah. like, all the content they post is previously copywritten, you know. Like, none of it's original IP, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the whole point of it. So it's just like a smattering of like everything, yeah. you know. <clears throat> and then they cover so much Nintendo stuff. Nintendo knocks everything anyway. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's funny. I love, yeah, I love that show though. I mean, especially the angry video name game nerd stuff. When I found mm-hmm. that channel, I literally watched it for like a day and a half just because yeah. there's so many of them. I'm like, oh, this is amazing because you watch it and this, you're 37 years old. You have you played all those video games. You went to those rental places. You rented those extra video games and you went through like all those crappy video games because you're like, oh, new new video game. Yeah. I'm going to rent this. Yeah. I'm like, this sucks awful. And then like, he goes through all the reasons why it sucks. And like, I know I was there. The Godzilla episode. Yep. Yeah. Remember that one? That, well, I had the, that for exact. The, for the movies, right? Or the, for the game. game. The game. The game. Okay. Yeah. That's the. Excuse me. Bless you. That was my exact experience as well, bringing mm-hmm. it home, like looking at the back of the thing and being like, what the heck is this? Mm-hmm. It's like the looks chess like a one, chess right? Yeah. Board, and then going home and realizing how cool the game was, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, it's, the back definitely did not sell it. Oh. <laughs> Funny, I've been uh, getting back into playing my PSP. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I, I love those old, like, PlayStation style games. Mm-hmm. And then I was playing the uh, Family Guy game. That level I've been stuck on. I'm going to say for a year, but I haven't been playing it for a year. It's just like whenever I come back to it, I'm like, I can't get past this level. Right. So I went to the Simpsons game, and the Family Guy game is actually pretty good with controls and stuff. The Simpsons game, man, has, man, that camera is out to get you. Like, it does not put you in the spot to see anything. You have to make these leaps of faith into, like, caverns and things. And I just I remember, like, man, they could get away with this because this was 2007. Mm-hmm. And even though the internet was a thing then, yeah, it wasn't so widespread that, like, news of, like, problems and things like that could, like, spread very quickly quickly. and stuff so like i think now like the first hour the game is is out that would have been addressed i mean like you can't control bart like the hammers are rotating around him too quickly yep you can't get through this level which you'd think would be an awful pr thing but to be honest that probably helps them more than anything oh yeah it depends because like i know for me like if i heard like uh this game has this awful problem you can't pass this level Oh, I just won't bother buying it. Like, I because if it's still fun and you're just having this really annoying problem, they can literally go back into the game and you just re-download a new version or a new patch, like a patch. Yeah, mm-hmm. they can patch it now. Uh, but at that time, since so they couldn't patch stuff, like yeah. Well, like um, for, like at, over uh, Thanksgiving, I was looking at different Black Friday sales and stuff, and I was thinking about getting Assassin's Creed Three Remastered on Switch. Mm-hmm. I was like, that sounds like a great idea. Like, certainly it, you know, it's like the system it was originally on was so many back that. Like it's, it should be fine on Switch, and I started watching these reviews from like the first day, and they're like, they better put patches for this because it's unplayable <laughs> and stuff, and that that kept me from like making the purchase. You know, I even like a lot of like those remasters off. are like that. I yeah, mean, I even know. when they redo the game mm-hmm. like completely, let's say like Secret of Mana, mm-hmm. they're like, why on earth did they do this? <laughs> like all the good things that you had in that original NES game or Super Nintendo game is not in this like, yeah. super updated version. Like oh, the reviews just hate it, hate, hate. So, I mean, it's almost like they re-release these games like, hey, let's make a crap ton of money and then I'm out. Like, I know (laughs) like with the the internet, I guess, like with games, video games specifically, like the the community, I guess, like there's a consensus of like being able to tell like if it's a mistake or if it's just difficult. Because I'm also playing this game called uh, Slain and it's so effing hard. But pretty much every review is like, it's really difficult in that 
challenging fun way you know yeah where you keep playing it over and over to try to beat the level and not the there's a glitch and mm-hmm. you can't get past or annoyed you know right thing and that's what i was looking for and it's exactly what i thought it was from like reading the reviews and the playing it mm-hmm. i'm like that level's so hard but I'm, I'm gonna keep trying it because i i know there's a thing to it the yeah. thing with bart in simpsons was i'm like the it's camera is inside like in the back of his head when i'm trying to jump <laughs> off this ledge we have to have like this pristine you know like accuracy and stuff and i'm like this is not fun anymore I'm like <laughs> i get it i'm like looking for cheat codes and stuff i'm like uh, and uh i want to play that game too slaying uh, eventually so when good. it goes back on sale i'll buy it so good mm-hmm. i bought um i'm sure they don't listen but my uh my nephew or my niece uh, they're all in the Stranger Things, so I bought them the Stranger Things season three game, which apparently so everybody lo- have you played it? I, so I beat it in like a week. It's okay. so fun. I loved it. It looked really fun. I don't know, but also that plays to my nostalgia. Like mm-hmm. I remember the it's a it's a culmination of like six different video games from when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. A lot of tasks, so I don't know if they're into that. <laughs> I, that I played it on like, the app when it was the app. So the app I thought was really fun. That's why I bought the the Switch version. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Switch version's like way more complex. This is, I got the stream version. She plays it on PC. Same, nice. Yeah, so same game. Um, but like, you know, there's things like um, you run it, like you go to the pool and like one of the pool guards is like, go find the lady in the blue house and get get her, get a like a quarter from her or something like that. You know, like <laughs> what? there's all these little like mini missions and stuff. And you, oh, okay. it's, it's puzzle solving the way that you have to figure out like what you need to do and where you need to go next. Mm-hmm. And it's not always like completely logical. Like, it's game logic, but not, like... Okay. You know, like, real-world logic or whatever. So, like, um, I'm trying to think. Like, there's one part of the game where there's a house you walk into, you and you go and you knock on one of the doors, the bedroom doors, and the person's like, I'm not coming out. I know there's things out there to get me. You have to bring back 12 gnome statues. Wow. <laughs> and the gnome statues are hidden all throughout the game in every level. Oh, god. And gosh. so, like... It's just a side mission you kind of have to keep in the back of your head, you know? Mm-hmm. But I like crap like that. Yeah. So, like, as long as there's not the fun part. so much of that, like, not if it's like 100% that. I mean, it's pretty much all that. <laughs> it's all that. Oh, gosh. Like, the entire that would annoy me because I'll just start writing it down. Like, I gotta remember. <laughs> it's all the that. Gnomes. It's all that. Plus, it also, you have to, you should watch Stranger Things season three before playing the game mm-hmm. because it basically runs through the entire plot yeah. of this third season, mm. like verbatim. Yeah. Like dialogue and everything. So, it'll definitely spoil it. Okay. If if you if you haven't seen it yet, but <laughs> I don't know. I was I, thinking about getting it. it, but yeah. I mean, and now me and I will probably watch the last episode. Not not tonight, maybe tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it was also the upgrade for the Stranger Things three video game from the first one that was on the app was mm-hmm. now each character has like a different power set. Mm, yeah, so it's oh, it, it's kind of cool. Like uh, like Lucas has like the slingshot, which I think he had in the first game, mm. but this one you can play as Eleven, and she can do like the mind blowing <laughs> thing yeah. and stuff, and then. Uh, Will like has, has fireworks, firecrackers. Right? Yeah, so that is the most versatile. Like, I, as soon as you get, as soon as I got Will, he was at the front of because you get to have two characters you flip back and forth from. Yeah, I had Will in the front and Eleven in the back, and Will's just like spraying fireworks all over everybody because <laughs> it hits everything. You know, it's uh, funny because I, I saw them playing it because they had the cast play the game, mm-hmm. and Will's like, "Oh, look, there's me." Like, yeah, in the one I'm normally dressed as, and they're like, "Oh, wait, you know, we actually get you know weapons or whatever." And he's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I get nothing in the movie, <laughs> in the TV show. Like, That's true. So yeah. I feel bad for Will because like he's always I feel like he's sidelined in, in like the whole series, like yeah. the first whole first. In fact, his bet, his most, the coolest part of Will is in the first season. Yeah, yeah when he's not there. When he's not there, he's stuck in the un, upside down. Uh, the second season, I mean, I guess he's kind of there, but he's not really. And he's just, it's almost like mm-hmm. Hawkeye in the Avengers movie. Where, well, he, like, 
Was the second season or the third season where he was basically the mind flare detector? I think in the third season. Okay. Yeah. And he, he faced like, him and his like, guys, dad died or whatever. Here. Or his stepdad. Oh, that yeah, was, that was second, second season. season. Man, it wasn't, that heart, it wasn't that heartbreaking? <laughs> yeah. You're like, I like Sean. Like, oh, come on, man. And like, he barely, like, he's basically like into that world for about 12 hours. He's like, wait yeah. a minute. What? What's going on? Why am I here? There's monsters. <laughs> like, I, guess, I guess he, uh, he was supposed to be a much smaller role, but when she, once it was cast as Sean Astin, they were like, we got to keep him as long as we can. So weird. I mean, Steve is post, was supposed to be like, yeah, like annoying, like killed off, like was because he supposed, he's supposed to be, be season, jerky bad guy. He's supposed to be season one's Billy, right? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, like, and yeah. then they wrote Billy because they're like, we don't have that guy anymore. <laughs> yeah. We need the jerky guy, which then like now in the third season that scene, like I haven't seen the last episode, so I don't know if he's going to die or not. But like so but they've kind of like showed into his life a little bit. And so you kind of like know more like why he's such an a-hole. Like yeah. You're like, oh, no, I feel bad for Billy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope he doesn't die, I guess. But he's still a jerk. Yeah. yeah. And that, man, that I, was, I think I was saying off recording was that uh, I can't wait for Josh and Naomi to see this last episode because it to me, it was like so fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we talk about like a uh, hero season one ending. And I was like, man, that was like kind of a letdown because you expected this big battle. And, yeah, you did. And like this, this <clears throat> one though, is like you got the big battle, you got all the storyline stuff, you got like a sea of emotions, like a, a roller coaster and yeah. stuff. And you might even have to watch like the last bit of it a few times to like to just kind of like absorb like all the things that are happening. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It was such a worthwhile like, like finale. Like, it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. The whole the Star Court ever after that first episode where you see the mall, like mm-hmm. I was in. But then I don't want to talk about too much more so I don't spoil it for you, but like Yes, please. Um, <laughs> We're like one episode out. It, I've already got spoiled about some something. So it's like, not you. it's not necessarily <laughs> a cliffhanger, but it's it, the way it ends is just kinda like this might be the first time I have no idea where Stranger Things is going next season. That's true, because I mean like I I felt like Especially for the second season, I felt like they'd do something different. Mm-hmm. They get away from like, um, you know, the whole upside down thing and do something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember the show Eerie Indiana? Oh yeah, to where like you know every week was something different, some other weird, crazy thing going on in Indiana. I don't know for some odd reason we're from Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you're closer. You you're from Kokomo though, right? Mm-hmm. So like, and that's like a weird, creepy town. In fact, I think Kinda. Erie, Indiana is probably modeled after Kokomo. Is it? I don't know because you got that whole like. There was supposedly like a weird noise that makes people sick in Kokomo, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. It it and it sounds like it, from that, but Kokomo is not that exciting. Like it, <laughs> I I get why because I I I always assumed that Hawkins, Indiana, was like an homage to Erie, Indiana, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I I guess it makes sense though because it's like, man, this is the small town that nothing's supposed to be happening in. Yeah, you know, so like. I guess now they think about it, like the government headquarters and stuff, that makes sense because that was the thing in my town of Kokomo. There's like a hum from all the automotive factories that used to be out there mm-hmm. that like made people sick and stuff. So maybe it was just some, some of those urgent urban legends kind of like all coming together. Well, actually, the hum wasn't an urban legend, but like there was some stuff like that, you know, like it was just uh, Kokomo was like a decent sized city. But I grew up I was born in Kokomo like and then for a few years lived in Kokomo. But then like when I went to uh, high school and stuff, I was in a town called Greentown, mm-hmm. which had 3000 people in population. So, <laughs> so I could totally see like. It my my godmother grandma Sue she was like uh, if she woke me up one morning and was like Rob we gotta go the the aliens are here I'd be like yep that makes sense that checks out that checks out <laughs> I was like what's that dog show with the the grandma the the grandpa and the dog oh courage. oh cur- courage yeah <laughs> like I I kind of see it though because like it's just it's one of those towns you're like 
Sure. Yeah, that's that checks out here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. I mean, we're all over the place today. But the uh, I guess uh, Gina Carano, who was, uh, gosh, I can't remember the name that she had in the last oh, yeah, Mandalorian yeah. episode. Kara. She was also in uh, Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah. And she's been in a bunch of different things. She's an MMA, MMA fighter. Yeah. And uh, she killed actually, it. I thought a few years ago, because she dated um, Henry Cavill. I don't mm-hmm. know if she's still dating Henry Cavill or whatever. But um, a few years ago, I was like, she's perfect for Wonder Woman. Like, if mm. she can act, mm-hmm. she'd be amazing for Wonder Woman. Obviously, it did not happen. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's weird because, like, apparently she thought that, uh, and they've been so hush-hush about this whole darn thing. She thought she was going to be a female Chewbacca. That's hilarious. And they're like, yeah, oh, guess what? No, you're going to have a real part in this show. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, good. Uh, I just thought she did an amazing job. I mean, Yeah, same here. I mean, granted, they definitely played her strengths. Mm-hmm. Where she was like the quiet giant instead of being the yeah. monologue giant. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, man, whenever you get like her or like Ronda Rousey, you're like, let's be careful with the dialogue, you know? Like It's true, but like, I, <laughs> from everything I've seen from her, though, mm-hmm. she doesn't seem like she's bad at like delivering dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in the Deadpool movie. Like, well, I, think she, that, I think she's being careful now, so there's no, not a single misstep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that if, the, if she does have that hidden within her, there's no doubt beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> she got aroused out of me watching, watching her in that... Episode. <laughs> I, I like the uh, the intro where they're like, "How long she been in town?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "Find out for me." He, like, she flips the waitress coin, and then she like walks past, and she's mm-hmm. gone. Every time she talked to the Mandalorian, she'd be like, "And that's how." <laughs> like, she had this like air to her breath that just made me like. Mm. <laughs> I I love how uh, Baby Yoda with the the bone broth mm. became a meme. Oh yeah, it's like the, the Kermit drinking <laughs> yeah. tea meme now, and it's perfect because I don't know if they did it on purpose, but like he ate the frog in the same episode. Mm-hmm. Or was it the same? Well, he tried to in that oh, episode. Yeah, yeah. He, the kids were laughing, so he took but it like, out. But it, it, was, it was so funny. I was like, I wonder if that was a nod, you know? Like, I, I, I couldn't have been because they couldn't have known that. that mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. It's so it's so serendipitous that it happened in the same episode. Uh, there's an amazing meme where it's like, amount of you know Yoda memes that I've seen this week from this show is amazing, and I haven't even seen this show. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just funny. Yeah, it's crazy. People love them. They're, I guess they're doing well. I don't know enough about star wars like deep history but i guess yoda's a vegetarian i did not know or vegan or something like that i don't know what truth there is in that so i i read a headline for an article that i saved but haven't read yet that was something the effect of like does this kind of like reflect an evolution of like you know what i mean like that does that moment kind of define like he realizes maybe we're just thinking too hard about this but <laughs> you know like maybe he realizes there's like a thing like a living being in his mouth you mm-hmm. know and he's like eh, you know and it kind of reflects like well he's already eaten a few frogs yeah yeah no but they're saying oh, that this oh, moment oh. when he sees all the kids reacting he's like oh, well, is this, oh bad this is kind of messed up you know like yeah he's like this is just food to me it's crazy yeah. though because they continue with the the blue with the blue krill which is like it's oh yeah, yeah. Crazy. i love star wars when they're like oh it's weird foods and they're like hey yeah. look no this is weird blue krill or i guess yeah. maybe not blue milk maybe gross but and they said <laughs> they said the krill haven't been in movies but it's been in like shows or video games or something like that i don't know i don't Maybe play in a video game they said it has been it has been like mentioned and like seen in other things but this first time it's appeared well no it's never been in a movie but <clears> it keeps like making little, little reoccurrences mm-hmm. and stuff and then the 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 uh the vigilantes mm-hmm. that kind of oh, yeah. overtake the village they're also from like another star wars you know, thing like he looked really similar to uh one of the dudes in the clone wars i don't i don't know well enough to know their names mm-hmm. but yeah i remember my brother had that character Thing. Mm-hmm. Or no, no, not of the that tribe. Of, mm-hmm. I didn't know who, where, who, where they were from. The bounty guy or what? 
in the new episode, right? Mm -hmm. I love how uh, they they see the ATST like footprint, mm -hmm. and then it just hard cuts like you're gonna have to move exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then yeah, she's like, she's like happened. subtle, <laughs> but I, I you know it's it's one of those things where it's like mm, you kind of understand, but at the same time like because the the villagers like, but we're our loved ones are buried here. It's like then move, man. Exactly. Like I don't know, like. I don't to, get that a little bit. Like, I mean, I guess for food wise, like, well, this is the only place we can survive in. Like, yeah, eh. <laughs> like, I get it's emotional, but at the same time, like, uh, you're not going to be here for much longer. Exactly. Like, like these guys, guys have a, <laughs> they have a Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty. That was where I gave uh, Gina like this. The uh, uh, what did I give her? I gave her a, a, a thumbs up, I guess. It, it, it she really stole a show from me when mm -hmm. she jumped into the pit and with a with the what did he call it? What they call a particle rifle? Oh yeah, the yeah. The thing where it just like explodes the person when it <laughs> just disintegrate. Why do you use his, that more often? His weapon is a pulse rifle. Yeah, his pulse pulse rifle. She she jumped down there and hit the hit the thing with the pulse rifle. I was like, she's dope. <laughs> I, I, they also planted this little seed of like, what is the widow's backstory that she was the only one that knew how to shoot. Yeah, because she mm. was killing the target. They yeah. kind of like implied that like her husband was some sort of soldier. Or she was a soldier with her husband or something. Yeah. The Star Wars universe, you don't know. There's not. There's not really like a a gender line, yeah. you know, for like roles, unless you're a fan. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. no, you got Leia. Like, there was yeah. no gender in war. Well, I but was it the first three movies? I was like Leia was like the only female in the galaxy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I guess. Or something. Or, well, you don't know because those monsters may be female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember like uh, when... Uh, like Star Trek when he uh, kicks him was in actually, the knee. Actually, wasn't one of the original movies or one of the prequels where there was like a female like general or something that popped up? And uh, I think it was in the original trilogy that it did happen once towards mm -hmm. the end. And Family Guy, when they did their satire, part of that woman's monologue was like, and apparently I'm the only other female in the galaxy. <laughs> oh, you're talking yeah, like, about my mothma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the one with the white outfit. It's yeah. so it was so funny. It was like I never noticed that. Like Leia and everyone else, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> but Princess anyway, that was Amidala. Just, that was my well. That was the sign of like the seventies, you know, mm. the time. Well, it's also kind of war in general. Yeah. So, <laughs> but like they they have kind of like revealed that there's like much more mm -hmm. like happening. But uh, I don't know. It's it's so it was funny. But anyway, so like it's just saying the the widow. You don't know if like she was a soldier, her husband was a soldier, mm -hmm. or she was ever Something married, like or if the, she was part of an army, and then like if, if it's her, like if the kid changed things or what, you know, like what yeah. what'll happen there. One of my friends is talking about how this is probably one of the better shows out there right now, and uh, I uh, one, uh, there's Clint, my friend Clint, mm -hmm. um, and he was I, he didn't realize I guess at the time that like most television shows they're only like maybe a couple episodes at the most ahead. Of like when they're releasing, yeah, yeah. Like they're shooting and they're constantly rewriting and constantly, yeah, especially sitcoms, yeah, sitcoms especially or you know even like he talked about Lost and I was like that show I'm sure they were like all right what are we doing today <laughs> like, yeah, yeah to where you know things are changing all the time but like in the Netflix world and in the Disney Plus world these shows are shot from start to finish like it's a book yeah so yeah. they have time to go through and say hey this, this is the story we're gonna tell as opposed to like. You know, what are we going to do in two weeks? What's the story? Yeah. Who's, you know, who's, who do people like in this series or whatever else? And it gives people time to, you know, you might like a character that you didn't like before or for them to develop. Like, I feel like in regular TV, if you didn't like that character, it was kind of like a, oh, the audience isn't polling well with this character. Let's just get rid of them. You know, like, mm -hmm. so. Uh, you, you die in this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you tanked last week. So, <laughs> bye. So at the very least, with these kind of shows, like you get to see the whole thing yeah. before you can 
have any kind of opinion. opinion. Oh, speaking of, I I finished Silver Surfer. Oh yeah, Disney Plus. <laughs> I started it the other day. By the way, I go with you. <laughs> it doesn't end. Of course not. But it looks like it's going to from the titles. Oh, like it's going to be a cliffhanger. So, so the begin the first episode is like leaving uh, Zen Law, and yeah. then the last episode is return to Zen Law. Mm-hmm. Doesn't return to Zen Law. <laughs> like the literally, it's I was like Spider Man, the, uh, the yeah. ninety two Spider Man show, which was an amazing show yeah. by the way. It went what, two or three seasons at least, and they're like, "Let's go get Mary Jane," and like we're gonna go find her. Never finds so Mary that, Jane. That one to me, now that I've seen Silver Surfer, is more doable for me because mm-hmm. like if you finish it right before they're like, "Let's go find Mary Jane," you're like, "Oh, then you're he, fine." He yeah. discovered Stan Lee and all this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. This one, they literally are just about to start the war. And then Thanos is like, I'm going to get you. And then Silver Surfer's like, can I? Can I hit him? And then it is to be continued. Oh, <laughs> like, he didn't even start the thing. Like, wow. Like, yeah. I haven't. I didn't finish the Avengers United They Stand, partially uh-huh. because it just pains me so much to listen to it. <laughs> but uh, I imagine it's the same way. Like, But for the rest of it, I loved it. It was so melodramatic. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like the where I like my drama is like. Yeah. I was watching cartoon. it because we had talked about the CGI being meshed with the, oh, yeah, with yeah, the 2D yeah. animation. It works really well right. still. Galactus is really yeah. cool that way. Yeah. Even right. though I like it's it still neat. like a little bad like for CGI, it's because this is in the 90s. Yeah, or but whatever. it's it, the hard yeah. lines made it work. Yeah, it pops, me, like, it pops out because yeah. it's a bigger than life presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I've been watching the entire history of Gundam. <laughs> so I'm not even halfway through yet. It's fun. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to be a lot. I'm scared to go down that rabbit hole. Like, it's the same thing with Doctor Who. Like, I get so involved, especially with the TV shows or whatever else that we get into. Like, I would just be gone or, you know, I wouldn't watch my kids ever. Yeah. So, like, shut up. I'm still watching this. I guess the, the good thing, though, is all the later stuff mm-hmm. I've already watched. Okay. So I just have to get to Caught about up. 65% into the timeline mm-hmm. and then the rest of it I've already seen. Yeah, because I heard, like, Doctor Who's only, like, four to six episodes a season nowadays, right? Yeah. But, like, there's so. a back catalog of Oh, yeah, yeah. We're like, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 10 years ago, I used to work at Barnes & Noble. And like you know, there was like sci-fi, romance, like action, mm-hmm. comedy, Doctor Who. Yeah. Like was its own wall. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it literally it was like shelves and shelves of just Doctor Who DVDs. Amazing. Of different seasons, you know. Mm-hmm. And that people would buy them. Yeah. Constantly. Well, especially nerds like that, like Star Trek, mm-hmm. Doctor Who, people that you know they'll have money to spend on stuff like that. They want to hold. They I I do too. I like holding onto the movies, even mm-hmm. though you can stream them all now, uh, or you can buy them and you're streaming. I like having the DVD, Blu-ray mm-hmm. uh, streaming capability. I, I just buy it and it sits on my shelf. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have uh, Infinity War and Endgame like that. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, did you hear about um, the script being trying for the la- Rise of the Skywalker? What's going on? Rise of Skywalker. Uh, there was a script that showed up on eBay mm. from the movie. No way. Yes. A copy of the script? 100% true sc- script. Ooh. And they they nabbed it real quick. Um, How much did they buy it for? I don't know. <laughs> they said that they JJ uh, Abrams actually uh, did an interview about it. He's he quote he's like quotes like we bought it real quick. And I was like, <laughs> uh, the, the whole story was they murdered somebody. It was actually <laughs> John Bodega had left it underneath his uh, bed oh. at a hotel he was staying at, oh. and then forgot to get it. And so the the cleaning crew came in, nabbed it, and put it up on e- eBay. Now I hope they didn't put that person in jail. And I hope that like they did actually buy it from them, like yeah. trying to be like, like, hey, FYI, this is copyrighted material, and we could probably sue you a lot. I mean, 
so I, I can't say for this script specifically because I haven't seen it, mm-hmm. but most of the scripts I've seen come through Hollywood, especially major films and stuff, mm-hmm. have a very clear disclaimer on the front. Like, if you find, find this, this, you can't share it yeah. with anybody. So, like, even if I think it would be justifiable if they like, if that was the case, there was that warning. I right. wonder though, because mm-hmm. there only has to be a few people with those scripts. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean, especially with Marvel and Disney knows, like, that crap gets out. This movie gets out. Mm-hmm. You're done. You know? I mean, people are still going to watch it, but you're not going to make anywhere. I don't know. You might still make money, but I don't know. You're going to you're going to make people a lot a lot of people pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. lot of people. You're going to change the public that, view of it at the very least. Absolutely. I had like a little brush with something like that uh, in 2010, actually, almost 10 years ago when I was touring. Um, this is back when like there was like you know non-internet iPods, like mm-hmm. it was the click wheel iPod and stuff. My iPod, because uh, you know we're in music, had like. Um, just regular music, but also like a lot of demos from like national recording artists that yeah. I just like either known or known through friends and stuff. And it like specifically a guy named Mark Broussard, like I had a bunch of his demos cause we were friends and, um, like we, like, there was a bunch of unfinished stuff, stuff that was going to be released and things. And then someone broke in my car and the only thing they stole was the iPod. And I, I, I don't think it was the intentions of getting those demos cause there's not, unless they knew me, there wasn't a way they knew that I was on there. I think they just saw an iPod in the car. Of course. And stole it. But then I was like, what do I do? And like, that's like, that's all out there now, you know? And then yeah. now all of a sudden it was like, now I know how stuff gets leaked, you know? Yeah. And I remember, I forget, I don't know if it was Mark or somebody else telling me like, yeah, so just on the DL, like how this normally happens is you name it something else and then oh. you just have it on your thing and stuff. I was like, now I know. So <laughs> bathroom sounds. <laughs> well, it has to be completely <laughs> uninteresting. It can be like, why is this on here? You know, it's just yeah. got to be like something else. Barbara that, you know. Streisand's yeah. third yeah. live album. Ooh. It's a good one. <laughs> Oy, but I, that, that's kind of crazy so that a whole thing awesome. popped up and it didn't yeah. get leaked. That's like, so crazy. If it was anyone normal, yeah. I feel like they'd be like, this is what happened. <laughs> like it'd, be, yeah. it'd be like everywhere. It'd be so funny if no one read anything either. Like, I bet they read it. I bet 100% you think they, read, they it? read it. Oh, yeah. But they probably they, came back when they put them on eBay and were like, guess what? You say a word of this to anybody and we're going to sue you into oblivion. Right. Yeah. They got like, like, like people watching them at their house. Yeah, right maybe. Now. Who knows? Well, maybe not at their house, but like they were or probably they, like just watching their socials or something. They anal probed them. It's well, yeah, a lot of money to deal with. Well, because like in uh, it is a lot of money to in LA whenever, these when, days. Whenever we go to these uh, <laughs> early screenings and stuff, we have to sign NDAs and we yeah. have to fill out our old socials that the you know we're not allowed to talk about a bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So or you get I see that sued. like because you see the thing about Pete Davidson and his stand up show mm-hmm. like he made the entire audience sign NDAs. For like a million dollar like penalty if they spoke about the set. Oh, um, mm. and nobody knows if it's part of like a stunt because people are talking about it now. I can still describe it in interpretive dance. No, he said if anybody figures out anything that happened mm. in it and they found out, I come back to you like million dollar penalty, mm. which, which is any NDA. Like yeah. I can't just like wink in Morse code to somebody and like expect you know like <laughs> the but the or like, can you? I. I get the outrage, but at the same time, like I guess if you're a comedian, you're in a scary time these Comedies days. It's yeah. hard nowadays, yeah. Because you just don't you don't know like what people are gonna. But you're take not gonna if you have to them. go in and you can't tell like their joke to someone else afterwards, mm-hmm. like a joke about it in the car and for fear mm-hmm. of being sued, that's not gonna last very long. No, like I, I, I no think, one's I gonna like, want to go if you're yeah. gonna get sued. Oh, well, part of the marketing is the the what do you call the I tell you, you tell your friend, that friend tells two other people, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it's trying something new. At least it's kind of like was it Jack White or one of the the modern rock stars? Like was like you're not allowed to bring like a phone to the show or something. 
and that's similar like penalty, like you'll get kicked out or whatever. They kicked just don't out wanna... is different from sued. Yeah, yeah. A million dollars. Well, this is like, but that was in a time when there wasn't like sharing on the internet and all that stuff, you know, as, as big. And so it's like, it's just trying something. So like. They didn't watch it, Care Bears. It, I, I admit though, like if, if I was going to see like a comedian. Yeah, yeah. You telling me like, dude, you have to, you have to go see Pete Davidson's set. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I would enjoy the entire process more if I like in that and then went to the show instead of you telling me half the jokes. <laughs> what you remember and then going to the show you know yeah it's i'm not saying like that that's spoiling. gonna fix that but like yeah, yeah. but like okay so well i watch rogan all the time or mm-hmm. bill burr's stuff or some other people's stuff uh was it burt, burt kreischer well a bunch of those people that are great um i watch their podcasts every once in a while and they talk about this kind of stuff and i guess today it's like the best like mm-hmm. like the industry's been in a long time mm-hmm. like I, I got i guess for the last like 20 years it was really bad and the last like five to seven has been really good mm-hmm. And that's weird because I feel like you can get all that information. You can practically hear most of their set online. Yeah, I guess it helps with them too because it uh, helps like prove like people stealing jokes and things. Yeah, because I remember when I you know when I was in high school, people were like that's still my joke, and like we have to figure out some proof. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. have video of that night in the club, you know. Now it's like, well, they told that joke you know a year ago online. Yeah, you know. So there's a bunch of comedians that got under fire for that crap, which I kind of under- I understand half of it sometimes because they're around each other all the time, and then they're mm-hmm. like. Oh, I got this great idea, but like in the back of their head, they might not be like thinking, "I got this idea from some like twenty thing million things I've seen before." You know, <laughs> there was there was a, like a lot of um, it's true though, uh, like late night shows. I think that that hap- that problem happened with exactly and happened. I, and I think, in my interpretation, is like you have a team of writers. Mm. Like, man, you imagine the last desk job you work like when you were when you were put to the grind. Like, mm-hmm. take some shortcuts. You know, there was uh, there was an episode of Rogan I think where he was talking about. Them having to kick out uh, the the writing team from like Seinfeld because they directly took stuff. They'd go down when they couldn't figure things out. They'd go down to the comedy store or some of those other places downtown, and they'd just go in and they'd steal little bits and mm. they'd turn them into full you know episodes. Yeah, and like they literally like saw their faces and were like, "Nope, you can't be here. Goodbye." And that happens in music too because like uh, there's a show that has been in Korea but is now getting popular in America called The Masked Singer. Mm-hmm. And there was an arrangement of I can't remember what song it was. Um, of some cover song and there was a YouTube band that were like they stole our arrangement normally I read those things on a clickbaity or whatever mm-hmm. there was enough of these that I finally saw it, so I finally like, watched it I'm like they took their arrangement like straight up it's yeah. not it's a different genre but like there are bass parts and like little like piano ornamentations to the point where I'm like did they just take parts of the recording too like mm-hmm. like they use very intricate like rewritings mm-hmm. of yeah. things and then a number of years ago when Glee was in its heyday they kind of ripped off John Col- Jonathan Colton's uh, version of Baby Got Back. Yeah. Like, note for note. Um, and I guess in those cases, they're, they're probably doing it because they're like, well, we know we can get away with it because, like, what are they going to do? Like, say it's not, you know, it's not our song. Like, it's a cover yeah, song anyway. It's a cover song anyway. So it's a kind of like a gray area, but, it's like, there's no protection. There's not very much protection for arrangements unless, like, you got a good lawyer or something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'd be scared if you actually did have protections to that because then you could just go... I mean, it's getting to this day. It's starting starting to get to more where you can just go after anybody. Like, oh, you sound like my style. Like, oh yeah, yeah. If you have enough money and enough pressure behind it. But I guess, like in this sense, it was like these are two instances that I wish there was something quantifiable about it because you listen to your like that is the you you can tell that they just like watch the YouTube video and we're like let's just do that. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's easy. I've been definitely been a part of recording sessions that are like that. Like, hey, how about you just make a baseline like this baseline from this yeah. song? I'm like, oh <laughs> no. Don't get me involved. I'm, in this I'm crap. always, I'm always a guy, like, 
I hate, I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I feel like, especially lately, I've been recording sessions and stuff. I mean, like, let's do something new. And they're like, well, that's really done, done, done that way. I'm like, that's why I want to try it. Like, exactly. Like, let's just not do it like the 4,000 other times like this year, you know? Speaking of something new, uh, this new segue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you see that ET commercial? No. Yes. Got like a little bit upset that it was a commercial. Yeah. But God, that like hits me in the heartstrings. Yeah. I was literally almost crying. Jesus. Like, I was like, oh gosh. I it, saw that it was the original kid with ET, but mm-hmm. I didn't see it. Is that his else. family too? Because it looks like it looks it looks like his kids. He's like Elliot, and it's like the little kid, and he yeah, like rushes like, out, and you're like, oh my gosh. And then they they, they, <laughs> they like play in the snow, like uh, he, yeah, God. It's a freaking like Comcast commercial. I will I will say though, that's hilarious. They they didn't play up the commercial part as much as I thought they would. So yeah. that was good. It was like they were they scrolling hooked first. They were scrolling through an iPad for shows, and I think that was maybe the extent of it. Besides yeah. the logo at the end. So it's like, an oh. it's an ET short film. Kind of. Yeah, it's, it's like two and a half minutes. minutes. It? It's like two and a half three minutes. I'll have like to that. watch it. Yeah, it's let's see here. It is four minutes and four eighteen minutes. seconds. Wow. Dang. I mean, um, that's pretty darn long. Yeah. It didn't seem that long. I was watching. The, they they do all the hallmark moments from the original ET movie, but with Elliot's kids and like interesting. Yeah, they just played it up. I I haven't seen that kid in a while. Yeah, I don't even know if he's been acting or anything. Out. But man, that's what. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, IMDb. <laughs> who Elliot? ET. Yeah, who is it? What's his real name? Here? Thomas. Let's see. Have, has he done anything I've ever seen? I bet he's in a bunch of stuff that I just never even noticed. Um. They, didn't, they definitely didn't have Drew Barrymore in the commercial. Henry Thomas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thomas. Look, like when you go pop it up IMDb, look at the thing on the side. Oh, there it is. For a second, I thought he was giving me the finger. <laughs> it's true. And then I realized he is giving me the finger. <laughs> uh, he was in Legends of the Fall. Oh, Ooh, he's yeah. in the old Cloak and Dagger. <laughs> but not like Cloak not and Dagger Marvel. Marvel yeah. Dagger. I remember seeing it for the first time and being like, oh, Cloak and Dagger. And they're like, no, it's this not that one. Oh, wait. He's a um, lead in Haunting of Hill House. That was a big series. That's cool. Crazy. Oh, he's in Doctor Sleep? Okay, so he's doing a good amount of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see um, Doctor Sleep some point in time. Sons of Liberty. Oh, he was in The Mentalist? Oh, so he's been doing like a lot of like bit parts in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, it looks like he's had a pretty just little good run. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, um, Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Yeah. Oh, stories of Stephen King. Okay, I thought it was another series. Yeah, it just keeps going. I mean, Eternal Sunshine really of the Spotless Mind. No, I'm just playing. No, no, I'm just playing. Sorry. <laughs> You're yelling at me. Over I know. Well, that's one of my favorite movies. I just wanted people to know that. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, he doesn't. He just kept acting. Yeah, I guess I've just never noticed, noticed him. But anyway, he just keeps good on for acting. Him. That was a great, great show, though. I was a little, yeah. got teared up. I was like, ah. Don't ever want to feel emotional about a commercial again. <laughs> Dang you, Xfinity, or whatever it is. Yeah, he looks good, too, uh, for being 50 years old. Did you ever, did you watch Ultraman when you were little? Yes, I did. I had the Korean action figures Yeah, that were different I colors. I watched the Netflix Even, even though they too. weren't. Did, was the Netflix one good? It was cool. It I looked had, really weird. I had the multicolored action figures, even though they weren't multicolored <laughs> right. in the show. It was awesome. You get the pack that has, yeah. like, I think it's a completely different colors. story in Asia, too. Yeah. Apparently, because I had watched a thing the other day about it, like they the dubs that they had made for, I guess it was just close, like you know, close captioning or whatever for America, or maybe it was dubs. Whatever they did, they changed the story. Oh yeah, <laughs> along the line, and but that has become like the actual story. So it's just funny. <laughs> I remember seeing it, but I don't even remember where I would watch it at. I remember whenever it was on, I would be like, 
I'm watching as much as this as they're going to show me. In America, I think it showed on stuff like Nick at Night or something. Or I don't think it was Nick at Night because it was at my the, grandparents' was house. Was it Sci-Fi Channel or something? My, they didn't have cable. I just remember my brother and my dad uh, screaming all the catchphrases of, of Ultraman. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they always do the stances and the, uh, the, 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 the whatever it was, the gem around his neck. Mm. to make him turn Mr. into Ultraman. All oh, that. Like that stick or whatever. Yeah. The little pressing. It was, it was really funny because one time he had like a spoon and he's like, huh? And he looked yeah. like a spoon. Like, oh, crap. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, let me get the right thing. And, I actually right. had a one of like the probably, you know, the size of a two liter uh, Ultraman. Mm -hmm. I just remember like seeing, like I could never find it. Like, you know, with Spider-Man or something else, you could, you could find it mm -hmm. in America. But like, it was on TV all the time, but like I, I, I couldn't find where what channel. Maybe it was on like channel fifty in Chicago. It was like a mm. UPN channel or something, right? Like uh, one of those uh, UHF channels where they kind <laughs> of normally just played <laughs> you know, reruns of things. You get like six channels, and that's one of them. Yeah, exactly. So, but I remember loving that show and watching it, and just never seeing it ever again. But plus ultra. But apparently, they're coming to Marvel. Oh, that, wow. So Marvel congratulations, comics. yeah, comics. So that'll cool. be really cool. Yeah. Plus the yeah the the Netflix Ultraman was a, a definite departure from the normal mm -hmm. as well. Well, he talked, so like he didn't talk in the other ones. Right. This is the, like in the this one when he turns into Ultraman, there is no talking or anything. Mm -hmm. But in the show on Netflix, it's like a mobile suit that they're mm -hmm. wearing. Yeah. And it, it, it's not quite up to spec of like Iron Man's like uh, the nanobot technology, mm -hmm. but it's really freaking close. Okay. And uh, the there's multiple Ultramen, hmm. and they're like a team. Yeah. And they're destroying bad guys, and it even, looked cool. I didn't even the know bad they guys had it on have there. like Ultraman powers, stuff like that. Until I did some research for this Marvel thing, I was like, oh wait a minute, what? They have a Netflix version? I got to watch this now. It's pretty cool. I mean, there's a lot of, like, anime unnecessary drama that you just have to, like, get through, you know? <laughs> unnecessary drama. I love when, like, girls on anime, like, when they're, you know, something's wrong, they'll just scream. Oh, <laughs> yeah. like, Holy crap. Like, I don't do well with the mood shifts. No. Like, like that. the moods like, just go like, crazy back and any, forth. Any anime, whatever emotion it is, it's times 10. So if the, if the scene, one person gets angry, they don't just get angry. They get mm -hmm. real angry. If the, and then if it's like okay, they start crying, you know. they angry. like really cry. <laughs> yeah, there is no like par f for the course in, in emotions <laughs> in anime, and usually it's like drawn out a little too long. Oh dang! But it's fun. I love it so much. I guess they're doing a spawn. No, uh, I mean like I well, for a while they've been redoing a spawn TV show. Uh, I want McFarlane. spawn to come back so bad, man. Well, Todd McFarlane, I thought he'd already started shooting it. I, I want to spawn new cartoon. Like I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. It would probably have to be rated R though, or something, because Spawn like kills. Yeah. Stuff. It, well, apparently he wants to do one that's rated R, but I like I said I thought it was already sold. Apparently he hasn't even sold it just to like mm -hmm. a company yet. So now he's kicking around the idea of like just doing it all himself and then trying to sell sell to someone. I heard rumors of that because once again, Cinemassacre did a thing about it. Yeah. And uh, they did two things. They did the video games and then the movie. Mm -hmm. And it was like, man, I had forgotten how bad the movie was. Yeah. I but loved that movie back when it came out. It was good, but you could tell that there was a point they just ran out of budget and they couldn't do anything else. And yeah. it was like the worst CG Satan ever. Yeah. You know, it's just like, man, it just could have been like on, like a drawing on a popsicle stick. Yeah. And done the same thing. <laughs> it, was, it won. It was really weird because it also won some awards for... Special effects, you know, because there were some like things in like it that his were cape cool. looked real cool. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, even when one of the bad guys came out of the fireplace, mm-hmm. uh, the CG there was ridiculous. But it is a ridiculous movie. You watch it and you're like, well, that's, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> it's well, crazy. the guys in Cinemasker pointed out, because I didn't read the comics, but they were like, Spawn doesn't really spend that much time in hell. Like, why did they take him to hell in the first movie? Mm. Yeah. You know, like, he just come up on Earth and then give his um, a story and then we just move on. Like, I don't remember. Did they have, like, the power meter in the movie? I think they mentioned something about if you use it up, then yeah, I you go they, back to hell. I don't, yeah. I don't think they visually showed it or anything like that. That's crazy. But that's why he used guns to save his power. Yeah. So apparently the one that they were wanting to do, the Todd McFarlane wants to do, wants to be a little more gritty, more down to earth rather than him like being, you know, using all the powers or whatever, which mm-hmm. would be great for like a Netflix show. Um, I was never really into Spawn in that much though, because, you know, as a Christian, it was kind of like creepy. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, I loved it. I? Exactly. Loved so like, it. I don't know if I should be watching this. I, I had a lot of he toys. made a deal with the devil. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I was never old enough to like get like the shows on like VHS or anything mm. by myself. And obviously my parents wouldn't get it for me, but I remember it being a pop culture and I really like dug the art style and everything. Mm. Like I love the, the burning, glowing green eyes. Yeah. And stuff. It definitely looked way cool. Like mm-hmm. then, all those, and they had all those creatures and all those stuff that you, you could buy way back in the action figure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So great. What was, I forget what it was, but there was a, one of the first games, it might've been Sega Genesis where spawn showed up on a video game. I'm trying to think of what that was. I don't know, but I know that the uh, angry video game nerd went through a bunch of them the other day. There was a bunch of games, yeah. I remember that most of them were pretty awful. But there's like a fighter one that was pretty good that you like towards the end. Yeah. It's weird because that one was at the, that was an arcade game, and okay. I played that arcade game, and it was awful. <laughs> but maybe the port or whatever that he had, yeah, yeah. like that they put on, I don't know, it was GameCube or wherever he had it on. Yeah. It looked like it was fun. Yeah. But like I played that exact same version that he played on the arcade like six months ago, and it was awful. <laughs> I couldn't, the controls were awful, and it was yeah. just weird. Yeah, I forget which one it was. <laughs> I don't think it was on NES. I know they started doing them on Super Nintendo, though. Super Nintendo? Yeah, because yeah. I said Sega, so Super Nintendo would be. I had a Sega one, too. Yeah. But yeah, I, I hope that he gets. I hope he gets a show because I would love to see. I love Spawn. Todd McFarlane because mm-hmm. he's just an he's amazing, amazing artist. He's one of those dudes that like he started out the bottom and now he's here. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So like you know, and he has his own like uh, him and a bunch of other dude, dudes created image and. He's just an amazing thing. So yeah. I, I wonder if I he's a relative really of Seth. <laughs> you never know, because apparently Joe Rogan's com- uh, related to Gerard Way. So that's fun. Interesting. It's like, oh, he's my cousin. I've never met him, but he's. I was like, how did you not ever meet your cousin? <laughs> Especially since he's huge. Like, what the yeah. heck, dude. Uh, last thing that we didn't get last week. Let's see. Uh, uh, I mean, I remember Zachary Levi saying that he's not going to fight uh, Black Adam. For a few movies, apparently. Okay. But they started talking about the Black Adam movie oh, that Dwayne cool. The Rock Johnson's in. Uh-huh. And that's going to, apparently, it's going to have the Justice Society of America, which Whoa. is like the Justice League way back in the day. Like the 60s sure. or something, yeah. right? And so I'm like, okay, I don't know how well this is going to I've totally tapped. I've totally tapped out of DC films. I love the Shazam movie, though. I mean, like, especially, I've, probably more just because it was Zachary Levi in it. Yeah, like, actually, it's funny because I that didn't even register as, like, a DC film for me because it was so different. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it clearly is not part of the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, anytime they're like, we're going to have this this group again, you know, I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Let's just see how it is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, I, and they start, I don't know when they're going to start filming of it, though. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like the idea of making, I, like, I know that. I know that The Rock is like a huge presence and mm-hmm. he's wanted to do this movie for like 10 years plus. Mm-hmm. And so I he's great for the bad guy. He's great for Black Adam. 
I don't think that he should get his own movie. <laughs> I mean, like, I love The Rock. Yeah. I guess he could sell it, though, with his name alone, so I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just because it's The Rock. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Oh, huh, yeah, it's interesting. I wonder uh, how many films uh, Zachary signed on for. It's probably at least three. You've got to have at least three. Um, maybe more than that if they're thinking about more like Justice League stuff. Mm-hmm. Doubtful, though. <laughs> See, I, yeah, it's so hard to predict what DC is doing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, he's there's this thing. There's Zack saying like three movies. It's going to be Black Adam. Like they're going to do another Aquaman. Another, and then they're they're, obviously yeah, Wonder Woman. Definitely do Aquaman. Yeah, and Wonder Woman's coming so out. weird. Though. I, like, are they going to? I have no idea. They're not going to be tied in. Yeah, Cavill said that he still wants to be Superman. I Even heard, like last week. What did I just yeah. see? Cavill got he, he's the Witcher. Yeah, the yeah, Witcher. Witcher. It, it looks amazing. It does look good. No? I haven't seen the, the <laughs> trailer. It looks good all just, the time. Just, 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 <laughs> just like the little bits I've seen, the stills I've seen from the show, looks looks really cool. Mm. Especially that mustache. <laughs> Gosh. But, I don't know. Uh-huh. Well, the got Rock a lot of- is funny because like, you know, we were talking about Gina Carano earlier. Mm. Like, I feel like in the wrestling, fully, you can, it could be like a John Cena or a Hulk Hogan or, you know, The Rock and like, there's acting that's involved in that. Yeah. Like, but when we were talking about Gina and uh, Ronda Rousey or whatever, there's not a lot of acting that's involved in MMA. So you're a, huge, you're a huge person. The only person that I could think that maybe could pull off some acting might be, um, what's the Irish dude? Oh, wow. Connor. Oh. Like, he's just such a, like, a crazy presence. Maybe he could. But, like, there's no way, like, for women to do that right now. There's no, like, women... I mean, there's rest, women in wrestling, but I don't think there's like women wrestlers. Mm. Like, a, there's not an association for that, right? I don't. I, I don't know anything about wrestling nowadays. I mean, there used there's to be women of, in wrestling, but it was yeah. more. There's a yeah. There's the divas. Yeah, all the divas wrestle. I mean, they're, they're, that's a huge thing now. But I just didn't get to wrestlers. A, but I just didn't get to a point of like the Rock. He's a wrestler. Sure, mm-hmm. go for it. Hold on. Trying to hold out. <laughs> well, yeah, it was like, I don't know. Like, it's just an easier way for, like, rest for wrestlers, I feel like, to, to join into the movies rather than, like, yeah. MMA fighters. Well, it's funny, too, because uh, with Gina in uh, Deadpool, you know, she got a, a couple of lines, and then what was her action when her boobs, her boobs fall out or whatever? <laughs> what? Uh, so... <laughs> And Cyclops is like, oh, or not, yeah, Colossus. Colossus is like, oh, oh yeah, no, okay, I remember. Um, so you know, he's like, she's trying getting to be roles. a nice guy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, she's, oh, sorry. And then seeing her in Mandalorian, like, she actually can uh, uh, deliver some lines, yeah. so it was interesting to see, like, she's got some chops. So I hope to see more of her, yeah. And I like her deal, you know, she's a she's an athlete. I wonder if she's in L.A. No. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hope she's hmm. not dating Henry Cavill anymore. I know, right? I'm um, I'm no Superman, so. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I write music. <laughs> it, it's it, Yeah, it's just like, you know, with the Marvel thing and Disney Plus and all that, like, I, there's, a, there's, a, there's a direction that they're showing the people, you know. We, we kind of, I'm kind of comfortable knowing, like, Okay, Black Widow is going to come out, and then this, you know they're telling us these other things are coming out. And I know that DC is doing the same thing; like they're letting people know. It's just there's no like I don't feel, I feel very uneasy about the track they're on. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. 
I mean, they're trying to do stuff with like the DC universe. Like I haven't watched it. I guess there's a, a Harley Quinn cartoon now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just came out this week. So I'm probably going to check that out. You know, the Titans thing just turned me off completely. I was not a fan of that. They killed the cartoon the, stuff. I saw though. some stuff with Batman. Like, oh yeah. There's a, there's like an Adam West esque Batman in this new Titans what? show. And he's like, it's weird. Yeah. I mean, you're like, okay, wait, sounds... you're, you're obviously not Batman anymore. It's just, it's he's just like, weird to me. Like a comedy relief or something. Well, he's not comedy, but he looks like Adam West a hundred percent. And he talks but, a little bit like Adam West and it looks like he's not is it like a power puffs type deal looking bat or no, he looks show, like or? just Adam. No, it's Titans. No, it's a live action show. Oh, it's a live action. Yeah. The, yeah, it's oh, live action Titans. I thought there was a cartoon we were talking no, about. No, no, no. Like not the Teen Titans go one. That's, oh my that's gosh. Funny, so this but, is all live action. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's an Adam West looking Batman. Yeah, and he's Holy he crap. Looks, I, I watched that whole like he he was talking to uh, Dick and you know going over a bunch of stuff with him and it's just weird. It's just <laughs> odd. Like, why? Yeah, I don't know stuff like that. Like I don't want to see recreated because of how iconic Adam West became as Batman and everything. I don't, I don't know if see they that, even like, tried to do it like that. I feel or, like it just, just came out that it's way. Like an accident. Yeah, I don't know if I had to prove. Or not pr- approve. I don't know if I'd like stick around to watch it. Yeah, I'm. I mean, it's a lot of people got ticked off at first because. Well, is that you saying that's aired now or no? Yeah, that's it? in their second season now. Well, where do we go to watch that? That's the DC Universe. Okay, so it's, you have to go to the. Yeah, app. you have to go to the app. And you you, can, you need a membership for. Yeah, to watch. I think I shared the membership with you guys. With yeah, me, like I accidentally. Oh, that's right. That's year. right. Yeah. But um. That's right. Yeah, I'll have to check those. So weird. I wonder how many people are actually watching that. There's so many good you have DC to buy, movies. Like the, the app for it. it's just weird to me. Yeah, like who? How many people are out there that's actually going to watch a DC universe? I mean, just to, just in general, thinking about where you have to pay in to watch these shows now, like that seems to be the model anyway. Yeah, like I, and I, which I don't like at all. Like Rick and Morty being like on HBO or whatever it is now. Yeah, everything's kind of like trying to find their own spot. Which, you know, they, they joke about like, oh, hey, piracy hat, you know, <laughs> bring, dust it off and put it back on. They're like poaching but, shows. But the thing is, like, I don't think I'm not going to watch more than one at a time. So I'm definitely gonna, not going to purchase more than one at a time. Yeah. I mean, maybe someone that has a lot more money than me will do that. But. It's just tough to, like, subscribe to something I'm only in t- for one show. Yeah. You know. That's true. So, I mean, like, I have I have Hulu, but only because I have Spotify. Yeah. And you can get a free Hulu with that. Also, you can get that with like a lot of different things. Um, I definitely bought Disney Plus right now, but I don't think I'm going to keep it forever. No. Like, I'll just catch up on the stuff that I want to catch up on when I, when I need to. And Netflix, you know, I, I feel like I'm going to get rid of that for a little while soon here. Yeah. Really caught up on everything. After Stranger Things, I'm caught up on everything for a while. I'm almost <laughs> all caught up on Netflix to the point of where I'm waiting for new shows now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hulu, there's still shows airing that I'm waiting like weekly for them to come out with new episodes. Yeah, but uh, I don't see me keeping Netflix very very much longer. That um, might be a smart thing with Disney Plus, though. I mean, if they like have the Mandalorian stuff and they 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 release it one one a week. What if after you know two or three months of it being fully released, they say, "Hey, guess what? This is going back into the Disney Vault." That mm. might be. I mean, like their stupid Disney vault thing. But that might be the only reason why people would hang on forever. True. No, that's a good point. Cause I mean like they don't have every single Disney movie on there partially because of contractual stuff, yeah. but a lot of license tie ups. Yeah. Licensing tie ups. But what are they going to do if they do put everything on there eventually? 
and then you know you just you've seen everything so much you're like well i don't really need to watch this you know yeah which brings me my thought to another idea of what if this bottlenecks them in the future like what if it ends up disney plus being like the downfall of disney i know that's probably no one's thinking that right now maybe people are thinking that that's just an interesting perspective that hasn't been talked about yet here i wonder though because say you know we bought probably four disney movies a year maybe five because of either you know some frozen-esque type movie and all the marvel movies Mm -hmm. so that's what 20 times five so it's like 100 bucks a year so if I'm paying $7 every month, that's about the same. So people in America just did the same thing. <laughs> I mean, I guess they'd probably be making... Plus, they don't have to create anything. not to make any DVDs or whatever thing. And ge- they will, but... Yeah. In general, I, I see the, <laughs> the, the appeal to, to like the, all the parents. Because mm-hmm. especially, like you had mentioned earlier, we're all in our like 30, mid-30s now. And all our kids, we want them to see what we saw when we grew up. Mm-hmm. So Disney Plus is a perfect opportunity for all of that. And uh, so I get that. I just wonder if somehow they get this is like bottlenecking them more than opening the bandwidth you know yeah i think they lose more money than they make i don't know hmm. I, you, you figure they because they've they already made do money it if they didn't because they're not making money <laughs> they've they've been making money on all this content yeah. regardless of what, if, if it's on an app or not so really they what we're talking about here needs to be flushed out completely like thought out to really understand like what the downfalls could be you mm. know they probably saw everything that they could do on Netflix, and they're like, "Guess what? I think we can do it better." Mm. And so, they're definitely a Netflix what crazy call Netflix killer. Yeah, I mean, that's a crazy battle of, of things that that all accumulated very quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Hulu, I feel like is going to either be absorbed or it's going to go down. I never liked Hulu in the first place. Yeah, but see, because of my anime fandom. Was that where most of it was at? Well, there's it's a good amount of stuff, yeah, and especially with like the newer shows, the the My Hero Academia mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Sword Art Online, Alization, mm-hmm. all those like brand new shows that are still being aired are not being aired, being you know trickled in like they're releasing one a week. Mm-hmm. Even Baruto, which is like the next generation Naruto Shippuden, yeah. and all that. It's keeping me there, man. It's keeping, <laughs> keeping me in oh, on yeah. Hulu. Hold I mean, I can down. grab all that stuff on on Crunchyroll or something like that, you mm-hmm. know. But uh, I like the to be able to watch both actually, like subbed and dub versions. Yeah, because they you do get more storyline when you watch both. I know it's a lot a lot longer of a process, but still, if you like that stuff, <laughs> I know we talk about. Uh, uh, Usagi Ojimbo every once in a while. Yeah, I dude. picked up the last like I, I was missing like three or four issues of this year's. Like I, I was trying to, you know, go, it's hard for me to. Hold on a second. It's hard for me to kind of stay with a comic or whatever because it's I got to be in there like once every you know three or four weeks to to keep up with it. Yeah, and uh, it's just hard for me to do that. And if you don't get there in the first week, sometimes you just don't get them, especially <laughs> these. So, so I finally ordered them on. I ordered some of the ones online that I didn't pick up on from uh, my favorite comic book shop. And so I caught up with them. I just love, I love uh, Stan. I think it's Stan Sakai, I think is his name. And uh, I just love what he does with those comics because yeah. like they're all in feudal Japan. Yeah. And so every single comic, you learn something new about feudal Japan. Oh, and okay. so, and he actually at the back of it, will explain it. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's very on the flapper. <laughs> it's really weird. Like, 
because I wouldn't call it maybe good for kids necessarily because <laughs> there is some like somewhat it's not very violent looking because people die but like there's still like adult-ish content in it like the last one I read was um the guy was jealous of his wife because she was a poet she wrote poems she was really well known for that and he wasn't a very good samurai and so he like beat her <laughs> and oh, she dies gosh. and then he takes his own life <laughs> Jeez. So like, and but it's very like the well, cartoon drawn. It's not very like violent, violent looking. Yeah. Like even when people die, like they're on the ground and there's like a little fake ghost above their head. And that's right. how you know when they're dead. You're right. So it's like, I don't know. It's he just, just commits seppuku. <laughs> exactly. Little ghosts above him. And so, yeah, it's a great, it's a great comic. I, uh, my brother, he loves uh, Yojimbo from the Kurosawa films. Mm-hmm. Yojimbo and. I love we well he loves the turtles as well yeah. and and you know Usagi they crosses over with the turtles all the time and and they fight each other mm-hmm. and then you know just like Usagi Yojimbo is a very like a a symbol of samurai and mm-hmm. Jap- Japanese culture and I'm like we're all huge into the Japanese culture in my family but uh, the uh, Yojimbo himself like or uh, Usagi himself like I haven't read any of the series at nope. all uh, the only things i've seen is the teenage mutant ninja turtles stuff. He's in, yeah so i am like pumped to read some of these <laughs> comics man <laughs> especially because you I, you showed me two that you had mm-hmm. already and then you did you buy more you said oh yeah yeah i'm, I'm caught up now i think it's a seven for this so you year. have all of them yeah for the seven this year That's yeah crazy but there's there's so much more. In fact, I, I on my Amazon wish list is like this giant set for the last like <laughs> I think it's been around twenty five years or so. So I, I should just get a huge graphic novel that has like most of them in it. Yeah, I mean they started off kind of like the digitals with like black and white. So oh, mm-hmm. that's sick. Yeah. yeah, that's sick. I love all the art though. Yeah, on Instagram I'll be mm-hmm. going around or, or you should follow him. Like he does stuff like every week, mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. Dan Sakai or whatever his name. So yeah, if anyone follows me on Instagram, it's all I post is a bunch of stuff like that. Nerd stuff. Yep. Well, guys, we should probably wrap up. We've been around forever. Yeah. yeah. Just random, random talking. It was fun. This was a Harry Potter and pizza episode. Serious. (laughs) If you you guys enjoy us doing this, uh, definitely please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Podbean or wherever you, you listen to that you can leave a review. We definitely look at them all. Um, Shane Trevino is one of the added and followed us on Podbean. And I think he asked us yes. a question last week. So oh. maybe before we go, we should answer his question. Yeah. But I really like, I appreciate you guys because like it's really hard for me to keep up with this and with music and everything else that we do. So if you guys could definitely show that you enjoy this, yeah, it definitely it. keeps me wanting to do this every single week because <laughs> I love hanging out with Rod and Vince. <laughs> but doing the doing the podcast, it, it kind of takes up some some time. Yeah, we're doing pretty good on Podbean too. Oh, uh, Shane asked, um, "Did you guys like the Bumblebee movie? I know we talked about it before, but go ahead. If you, I didn't see it. Yeah. You know, you guys saw it. I I haven't liked the Transformers movie as much since the first Transformers movie. Transformers movie is in the Bumblebee movie." Mm-hmm. So I really liked it. I'm assuming Shane has seen it. Um, I can't read it from the question, but oh, like, no, I, don't I don't want to spoil too much. But if you haven't seen it, um, but it, it, I, I like, I can't tell from the end. I guess it just retconned the original movies. Um, yeah, because they're like waiting at the end. He's like wait, still waiting for the. Yeah, maybe don't tell the end of the movie when we. 
<laughs> it's been out a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, well, he's, I, well, he's I, even I, asking us our opinion. Yeah, well, I just said like I don't want to spoil it. And, yeah. But like, um, yeah. Haley Steinfeld's awesome in it. She's a great, like, uh, like, like youthful, you know, presence mm-hmm. in it. And the uh, the whole like romance and everything doesn't go the way that you think it's going. It's a whole thing. Like, it's just, it's not like totally original. But I thought it was like really fun and like uh, nostalgic, and it 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 felt true, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, you like it, Vince? I didn't see it. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. It was like Rod said, a lot of the stuff was just like uh, new ideas for Transformers. And uh, I think Haley held her own in a lot of aspects. It kind of made the role of, or her role, like a more of a stronger <laughs> woman type than, you know, like a previously portrayed Megan Fox, where like I know it wasn't her doing, but she was directed to be very sexy and everything else that wasn't the case in this new movie with Haley like she definitely held her own even to the very end of the movie um and it wasn't much of a, like a you know like a transformers movie that you would expect you know it did have a lot of like bumblebee and stuff but it wasn't the crazy bombastic hmm things that we're used to with like the Michael Bay yeah type deal. Well supposedly it was still produced by him, right? I think I know it wasn't directed by him. Mm-hmm. But I know the Bay thing always just it's just annoying me so much. And like I I wanted to see this movie because <laughs> it looked good and also he was he's a Beatle. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> no, like, not the Camaro. Mm-hmm. It like it definitely <laughs> that the portion of the first um Transformers movie where it was about Shia LaBeouf getting his first car. Mm-hmm. It was like that, just that part of that movie is what Bumblebee was. So it was okay. like, there was, some, I mean, obviously there was action and stuff, but like the parts I remember the most are like the story. Yeah. And so it was, it dialed back the bombastic action, like Vince said, but also like really expanded on like uh, this girl getting her first car. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I mean, like that sounds like something I would want to watch. In fact, yeah. I probably will at some point in time, mm-hmm. but I don't know, just. If you kind of mash up this, the story of a girl getting her getting a puppy in her first car into the same thing. That's kind of what it is. <laughs> Very nice. Well, thanks guys. Thanks for hanging along with us. Uh, like I said, please subscribe and leave a review. If you guys comment on Podbean, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it. We'll read it out loud here. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. You guys want to see anything for you before I go? <coughs> before I cough? <laughs> no, just uh, make sure you check us out every Wednesday on the, on Podbean or on YouTube, wherever you guys listen to us. And uh, welcome all you got, all you new listeners. Peace out. <laughs>